yet another episode of V-Part Radio. It has been a bit, um, so I'm sure we've all got a ton of updates and um, some exciting stuff coming up. So, yeah, it's it's been been a bit, and it's been busy. I think we've all been kind of kind of swamped with a lot of different things going on here. Um, I know that there's been some fairly significant turmoil for for Gemini at work. Um, some kind of crazy things that we won't get into here going on that has made things um, difficult and interesting. Um, so yeah, we've, we've been very heads down on a lot of different things. Um, but yeah, personally, you know, back, back to school season um, coming up on, on what used to be VMworld season. Um, the end of the summer is depending on how you, how you mark that is coming up sometime within the next month or two. Um, so it's just, a really tumultuous time of year that is all of a sudden going to come to a screeching halt and things will be into kind of a, a more normal pattern, hopefully for the rest of the year until we get to the holiday season, which things get tumultuous again. So, um, Joe, how you been, man? Not too bad. Um, biggest thing for me has just been scheduling of stuff, working with folks, you know, either early in the morning or doing, uh, interviews with folks that are over in, uh, APAC in India and things. So, Lots of uh, random scheduling throughout the week, which has been difficult. Plus, new puppy that we just got. I think it'll be four weeks ago tomorrow. So that's been lots of fun. Um, and honestly, I've got to say, it's uh, I forgot how much like having a child um, that's brand new, you know, having a puppy is, and like all the things that you expect uh, yep. would go okay. Yeah, don't. So yeah. Yep. And I, Joe, I completely feel you there, man. We, uh, I, I'm double glutton because I not only got one puppy about six months ago, I got two. And um, I keep referring to them to shithead one and two, um, much as my, much to my wife's chagrin. But it's just, oh my God, it's just so much. And you know, it's a, I keep trying to express it correctly. You know how some people are like, you know, I'm not so much a baby people person. I like, kids once they get to like middle and high school i find that's where i am with dogs if i could just skip the puppy stage i'd be a much happier person but i get overruled on that one which is fine uh, i can deal with those kind of things for a year but currently i have one that wants to eat everything and that includes the entirety of my backyard um, anytime she goes out she digs big holes and comes inside and makes everything dusty which is wonderful but yeah, I'm with you guys. It, it is definitely getting to be busy season. Uh, we have the f- official kickoff of school um, right now, or I guess not right now, in an hour and a half. And then while I will be missing, unfortunately, the artist formerly known as VMworld, um, I will be going to Cloud Field Day uh, in a couple weeks after that. Um, so looking forward to that, as well as a little bit of work travel to go meet up with fine people like Mr. Knutson here. So I don't know, Matt, what you got going on, bud? Yeah, it's been, uh, been rather busy since I think we last all chatted. <clears throat> Had some uh, PTO I took, surprise kids, took them to uh, Disney. So that was actually pretty awesome. We were there for like nine days. And, you know, of course, any visit to uh, Florida, you know, gets us back, you know, we came back and all developed COVID. So, yay. Uh, that second Thanks, week Mickey. Show, yeah, really, eh? So, um, yeah, you know, it, 
is what it is. Uh, we all kind of powered through it. Still have a little bit of the symptoms left, just mainly a little bit of a cough, but uh, would not recommend. You know, definitely not on my uh, repeat offender list. And, you know, since we're all talking about uh, puppies and dogs as well, well my girl, she's uh, eight now. She had to have the cone of shame this past week. Unfortunately, she had um, a spot on her ear that she actually scratched raw and was bleeding and stuff like that. So uh, had to put the cone on. Kudos to her vet. They're like, I don't even need to bring her in. Just send us a picture. They came back and said, yeah, just put some polysporin on there because apparently it works for dogs. And you know, a week. You know, it's been about a week now. She uh, Managed to get it off. I took her for a walk today. She broke out of it. So it's like, yeah, you know what? Looks uh, pretty good. So, you know, you earned that jailbreak. But yeah, she's just lying down. So if you hear a dog walking around, that's why. Um, but yeah, you know, aside from that, I've been doing some, you know, um, after hours courses, product management stuff through uh, Cornell. That's taking up a ton of time. Then, uh, yeah, you know, with VMware Explore around the corner, um, you know, I guess by the time this is published, I am considering a self-funded trip, so I may end up being there. We'll have to see. Be uh, nice to get up there and you know, see folks, you know, get up events like VM Underground, all that sort of jazz. So, yeah, you know, that's kind of what's uh, new in my neck of the woods. Yeah, just a lot of, a lot of busyness, which is good and bad, depending on where it's coming from and how how exciting the work is um but let's let's talk a little bit about uh the v, the vm world slash vmware explorer slash whatever whatever the <laughs> heck we want to call it um most people don't want to call it vmware explorer but um it is what it is so yeah i think uh three three of the four of us will probably be there um i mean i'm i'm kind of going unofficially as well uh, mainly for vm underground um, which is Sunday night and already sold out even by the time we record sold this. Sold out. Yeah. It's been a while since we've done a sold out, but um, it's also been a while since we've been in a pretty small venue. So yeah, the venues, venues a bit smaller. Um, the choices in San Francisco have dwindled quite a bit since we were there three years ago. So new venue that we hadn't used before, but um, super, super affordable. Um you know, for, for those that are going, make sure you eat before you come because they have no food and we probably won't have food for anybody. So, um, decided to go with a four hour party instead of the normal three hour party. We're skipping opening acts so that, um, you know, people, people want to talk to each other. They don't necessarily want to hear a panel of people drone on about things because that's all we've been doing is watching people drone on about things on a panel for the last three years. So, yeah, we decided to skip straight to talking. You, you normally have a better panel, though, you know? Like, well, the people that we've been hearing drone on for three years, we don't necessarily want to hear, right? I, I won't it's disagree at least all that. of our friends. <laughs> yes, yes, I do appreciate that, um, because we've we've tried to try to get a good good group of people up there each time, and mm-hmm. I feel like they've always, they've been excellent panels in that regard, but, um, you know, every year we deal with a lot of people standing in the back talking, making noise so that the people that do want to listen can't hear. So we just decided we weren't going to deal with that. And therefore, um, just decided to, to skip on opening acts this year. So, and, you know, we didn't know what to expect. Um, you know, how many people were actually going to show up, how many people wanted to, to sit in a bar or stand in a bar and, and talk loudly and, you know, drinking and spittle and all the fun stuff that we, I hated before. Um, but now carrying a need more deadly disease, but, uh, you know, they'll, they'll have roll up 
door and some outdoor space. So we should be good from that perspective. But yeah, the number, the number we have for this year is, is a bit smaller than what we had before. We just didn't want to go too big and, and have more space than we needed. Um, so yeah, going to, going to be a little bit tight. So my recommendation to people at this point is, um, if you, if you haven't gotten a ticket and want to go, uh, number one, go talk to Veeam and Cohesity. They, they are sponsors. They have been given tickets to give out to people specifically. Um, they, they can decide how they're going to deal with those tickets. Um, but it, it's good for us as an event and as a community for them to know that the community wants to come talk to them. Um, so highly encourage people to do that. Um, barring that, um, you know, show up at the door. We've got a few that we'll be able to sell on site because we expect there to be some no shows. We expect there to be some people that just didn't have the opportunity. So we kind of give them that last, last chance by, by buying at the door. And then, um, again, with it being a slightly longer than what we normally do, um, we expect there'll probably be some people that, that come and go. So, you know, come, come halfway through, come around nine o'clock Pacific time and see if there's, see if there's room. Um, we, we, we would prefer to make it big enough for everybody to come in, but, um, it unfortunately is what it is at this point. So yeah, that's, that's the, what you need to know for, for the VM underground side of things. Yeah. I'm, I'm really jealous of you guys getting ready to getting to go to that event. It's always one of my favorites, but honestly, I have this thing in my mind where I really want to go to one of these types of events at some point. And when someone's thinking through what they're going to say, net, just, just say, I'm sorry, Joe, but you're on mute. Um, just to see what the effect is. Um, it feels so natural these days and, yeah. and I want to see how it'll work in a live setting. Sorry. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people that'll just walk up and start. Oh, sorry. I was on mute for the, for those that obviously can't see the video. I was just flipping words. And... <laughs> it's, an it's, an it's an audio medium. Yeah, the time Brian got that there's no video. So. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I knew going into the joke that it was it was going to fall flat for everyone but the three of you. But you know what? I'm here to entertain the three of you. And if I entertain others, then it's a bonus. Yay. And yeah. I think we just found a screenshot for a tweet. Yay. <laughs> so silly question for someone who might be listening to this and they don't know what VM Underground is. Have we actually covered off what that is yet? No, but I would love to hear your explanation of it. It's a oh, van it down by the river. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a jolly good time had by all. Um, I don't even know how to describe it, right? It's a fantastic community-oriented event where you just go there and really chat with people or, you know, putting your professional hat on, you're networking. It sounds lame. It might sound like, oh, that sounds like a work function or something. It's like, oh, you get to meet folks who you probably wouldn't necessarily get to meet in other settings. And, you know, the fact that it's usually in a social setting, drives conversations, different conversations than what you would be having on the Solutions Exchange Board, for example. It's a completely different atmosphere. And it's also significantly smaller than most vendor parties. So it gives you that much more of a, you know, uh, intimate type of feel, right? You, you feel like you're actually able to chat with people and have these conversations. But that's just well, my take on it. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's honestly for, for folks that are new to the community or that are not as well known or not as tenured as some folks like Brian, right? I remember coming to my first underground and getting immediate access to actually have a meaningful conversation with people that I had followed on social media or had like read their books for years. It's like, oh, cool. 
get to actually have just regular normal person conversation with them and have it not be about the tech, which was interesting to have that access to it. And honestly, I think it's just, it's an amazing result that comes out of the, the one event that differs from basically everything else that gets shared for, I'm just going to say it, VMworld every year because of the fact that it has the $10 entry fee. All of the people that try and sign up for every party that they intend to go to or not, it immediately cuts out like 80% of kind of the riffraff of everybody who's looking for free mm-hmm. stuff because yep. there's a $10 entry fee or because people are unaware of of it because it's not advertised the way that everything else gets blasted by all the vendors and stuff that that's been um, just an amazing result that comes out of that in my mind. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have described it in the past as the embodiment of VM world of what VM world considers itself to be, but is in fact not um, the true community centric. I mean, to the point of all the things that you guys have said so far, but, and Matt, you're going to have to help me here but I can't remember if it was actually VMworld or the Veeam party the night after that was in the exact same location it was actually where Matt and I met. Um, so I'm I mean, sure it was the Veeam party yeah. reflecting back. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, yeah, I, I would have been amazed if it was not the Veeam party at which you two met. That would just, <laughs> that, that feels like it would be a mistelling of the story, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Jim, there are a lot worse the places. News at 11. Um, yeah, imagine that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it was, but I mean, it was definitely, I was at both of them and I'm pretty sure Matt was at both of them. It was just a matter of, did we run into each other or not? But, you know, it's definitely, to me, it was always one of the greatest parts and the highlight of the VM world week for me was the combo of opening acts and VM underground. It was effectively the VM world mullet with the business up front and the party in the rear. Um, it was great, you know, and I would love to be there this year. And I hope that you guys have a great time. I, I do have to say, though, like, I feel like we're missing it a little bit, especially getting this close to it and, and dropping the episode, you know, the week before Explore. It's also worth noting that I think we're getting away with you guys having had, what, 75 tickets, I think, that were for sale for, for Underground mm-hmm. and selling it out that quickly with also having a significantly smaller of pool of people that are going to be at, yes. uh, at explore overall to pull from that. You guys were still able to sell that thing out in, in a week. You know, it just shows that the people that are really attached to the community know how good this event is. And it's really sad to think honestly, overall, how excited all of us are for the event that's officially before the start of the thing we're actually there for, at least on paper. Yeah. I yeah, mean, absolutely. Joe, to your point, you know, it's, it's almost become a, a tradition. I mean, it's been quite a few years since I've been to a VMworld now, you know, it's odd as it sounds, as soon as you join VMware, it becomes significantly more difficult to actually go to VMworld. Um, but that was absolutely one of those things I always look forward, look forward to, you know, kind of kicked off the event to me officially. Uh, you get to chat f- with folks who you haven't seen since the previous year in some occasions, you know, and hey, you know, catch up with them at a personal level. Also, sometimes you do dip into the tech talk. What are you looking forward to this year? You know, sometimes there's folks who work for vendors that are not just VMware, and you know, you get the little bit of an inside scoop as well. It's just you know, fantastic event. Yeah, that's all great to hear, guys. Thank you, thank you for those words. Um, it's uh, 
yeah, it's it was it was originally designed to be a hey, we've been hanging out in these forums. That's how far back it goes. Been hanging out in these forums talking, let's let's get together the night before and and actually meet each other face to face. And it has evolved more into the you know, the the family reunion we all actually want to go to each year. Um so yeah, it's it's been a it's been a fun trip to say the least. Um so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's that's the main reason I'm going this year um, is is to is to do that. Um, so if people are coming to find me, um, that's usually the easiest place to find me. Definitely this year because I really have no other agenda going on the rest of the week, and I'm out um, on Wednesday, so I'm heading home a little bit early. So definitely uh, come look for me there is the best way there. So yeah, any other any other plans with um, with Explorer guys? I mean, Joe, I'm assuming you're you're going to work. Um, Matt, you're, yep. you're just now starting to formulate plans um, and and going there, much like me, pretty unofficially, and probably going with as little agenda as possible to talk to as many people as possible. But anything really stand out as a as a must do while you're there? Well, for what it's worth, um, when I well, once again, the last time I went as a customer, I thoroughly enjoyed going through the solutions exchange, which just sounds wild because who loves going around talking with vendors who scan your badge. Um, but what I found at the time is anyone who is paying enough money to have a booth there, you know, sent, you know, be a sponsor and all that, they generally try to send their best individuals there to represent the company, right? So I was able to have some fantastic conversations with all sorts of different companies, whether it's storage companies, you know, other software companies, cloud companies at the time, all that sort of uh, jazz. Um, it was nice talking to that level, that tier of folks, right? And the nice thing about talking to some of those real good sales uh, technical folks is that they weren't the salespeople necessarily. Usually it was a matter of, you know, I'd talk with them, we whiteboard something and like, well, hey, let me, you know, get you a sales guy's info and they can reach out to you and follow up. So. Very kind of different feel than, say, you know, at a VMUG where, you know, you're generally speaking to the sales guy and it's like, oh, you know, let me get your information and bombard you with email. Plus swag, right? Everyone loves swag in the Solutions Exchange. That's where the swag lives. You know, I got reminded yesterday on the backside of, I think, VMworld 2015. Uh, that particular year, I had had a... Uh, particularly remember uh like still get out in my mind event of having a booth person literally in a crowded hallway of the solutions exchange literally jump through other people to just reach out her scanner and scan my badge as i walk by not showing any interest in the booth at all but it reminded me that a few years ago from that and then getting like more cold calls than I was used to of writing a blog post about how to cold call. Um, and I got reminded of that one yesterday and now I'm still like, wow, there's still so much of that that is still very, very relevant and that we still haven't learned as an industry. The solutions exchange is great. Just a reminder, those t-shirts are not actually free y'all. If you're actually going to a conference for the first time, uh, those things you're going to pay with those with your time some way or another, whether it's there or the endless sea of phone calls and emails later. Right. If you have the capability to do so, buy you a burner cell phone before you go set up a burner Gmail account and set that up as what's on your account for the, for the conference. 
you Google will voice for the win. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I've done all that. And Jim, just a little tip there as far as those shirts aren't free. Um, pro tip, if you're looking for free swag with minimal effort, walk around on the last day, you know, about half yeah. an hour before closing time. People are almost quite Ooh, literally throwing swag at you. Yeah. yeah. I remember, I think it was 2017 was a year that fidget spinners. And uh, <laughs> yeah, vendors just came in, literally dumped hundreds, if not thousands, of fidget spinners on the bloggers' table because they, nobody wanted them. Here, like just just take them, right? So I made the mistake of actually telling one of the vendors that I was bummed out that I didn't get one of their quality fidget spinners because they actually had ones that had some decent weight and heft to them. Mm-hmm. So I ended up with a box of Turbonomic uh, fidget spinners that got shipped to me at work. Because they went out of their way to dig up my address and just drop shit me a bunch of wow. Uh, so yeah, greatly appreciated for the troll on that. Yeah, 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 I knew which company you were talking about before you said anything there, Joe. Yep, yes. yep. I will say they had real quality fidget spinner that year, and yeah. probably yeah. several thousand too many. <laughs> I will say though, like for this year, especially for anybody that that happens to be going to explore. To the point of of getting to talk to non-sellers that are on the floor, like it's going to be a significantly smaller event this year. Mm-hmm. Go look up the public personalities in the community or the public faces of any of these companies. There's a good chance they're the people that are there in the booth. And if you want to get to go talk to people without getting scanned, just drop the name of like, hey, I'm here to see so-and-so as you cover the QR code on your badge or whatever. Right. And they're probably going to let you through. And then, yes, at the end of it, you're probably going to be catching essentially like the T-shirt cannon to the face on the last day with everybody in their boxes of stuff they don't want to take home. Yeah. And, and make sure you bring excess capacity to bring that stuff home with you, too. I've definitely right. gotten stuck in that like, oh, I don't have room for all the stuff that I gathered. What what am I going to do? And you end up with the packable bags. packable duffel for the win. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Pack collapsible duffel is is my trick that I've learned. Um if not just, you know, bringing a bigger bag than you really need to get there. Um you know, if you, if you're bringing stuff for other people, um some people will purposely assume that they're going to get t-shirts there and not pack as many t-shirts as they need to get through the week. I've, I've actually heard that there are like three or four vendors this year that required that you pre-register for t-shirts, which is oh, wow. interesting, right? Quite telling yeah. that they're like trying to minimize how much swag they bring. I think it's a good change overall for the industry, right? It's, it's, we have so much the stuff environment. that's got to just get thrashed, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. A lot of, but yeah, I definitely know quite work. a few of the, the V Brown bag folks that would, would intentionally try and bring um, minimal amount of stuff or clothes that they were willing to like throw away at the end of the week to not even pack them to go back and assume that they could just fill up on enough. Yeah. T-shirts and, and socks for the week yep. when they got there. Yep. Um, I've also first, you know, some swag was easier for me to just walk over to FedEx, which is, you know, just a couple blocks from Moscone and buy a box and ship it, ship it home to myself. Um, what kind of swag are you getting? You getting? I need the FedEx yourself stuff. No, no, no. The, you know, there was, there was also the Viking helmet that had the light up horns like that. You know, that <laughs> I fortunately was able to fit into my uh, duffel bag, but like yeah. I absolutely had to bring one of those things home. To, to be quite frank, it was mostly uh, VM underground materials that we yeah. um, had to had to ship around because it was ridiculous for us to try and take those on planes. But um, I would I would shove um, stuff, you know, swag in there um, along we... with it. <laughs> was that your dog? 
Is that Me? your dog's no. horn? Okay. That's my dog snoring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's I impressive for a puppy. Yeah. Oh, she's eight, right? And she's like yeah. 75 pounds. But I tell yeah. you, I, I wish I could sleep like my dog does. Like I am 100% <laughs> jealous. She'll just pass out and like just go to town. That's part of the problem I've got is my dog sleeps like I do, which makes it just even worse. So, yeah. Oof. Man, that is, that is rough, man. That's <laughs> rough, huh? You're going to describe a dog snoring as rough? Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, like, end of, end of summer has been interesting this year. It, it seems like it was not as significant of a switch as it has been in the past, which to me is a little bit telling of as as much as people want to try and say that we are very quickly shifting back to normal, it's an entirely different normal than it's been in the past. Right. Um, as I, I definitely feel like for, for a lot of us, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm glad for a lot of it. Honestly, things I feel like are, are significantly better with, with the majority of the workforce acknowledging that people can have um, personal lives and can have a different um, work life balance than has been there in the past. But it seemed like it was very much just, following only <laughs> what um what kids school schedules were for you know uh, people trying to match that for work and what was the beginning and ends of summer and that's that's not not the case anymore yeah i mean the last couple of years have definitely been a little off both from you know just the general covid sense of things and you know not having having the world for me is always an indicator of the end of summer um so that just kind of disappeared you know, for as, as, as a milestone to the end of summer, you know, my daughter, my daughter had been doing an online school the last couple of years, just was much easier for us. And honestly, we, we loved it, but she really missed being in, in class with her friends and the stuff she missed out from that perspective. So she decided she was going to go back this year. So we, we head back to school for the first time in quite a while earlier this week. So big milestone. She's starting high school. So she wanted to go back and be with her friends. So yeah, we, we had an interesting week this week from that perspective. Yeah. So for us, like I said, we've got open house here in just a little bit and then school officially starts on Wednesday and, uh, you know, it's just going to be, it's just gonna be good times with that. Trying to get all the extracurricular activities lined up has been harder than I remember them being this year, but you know, I'll take it. We're still getting somewhere. Yeah. Up here, uh, kids go back to school after Labor Day. Um, but my wife's a teacher, so she always kind of has to get in a few days before, which is always VMware Explore, VMworld Week, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yeah, you know, very much the same. It, it, you know, this conference always kind of seemed to be the signaling of the end of the summer and things get back and uh, for the number of years up here, it always coincided with Rib Fest. So I missed our local Rib Fest. That's so like, oh man. So we'll say the first year that um, I didn't go to VM World, at least I got to go to Rib Fest. So you know, that kind of worked out. But uh, yeah, you know, it's a sign of uh, things changing, sign of end of the season. And, you know, I don't think it's probably a sign of the end of this podcast. Yeah, I, we'll we'll end summer and the podcast at this point. <laughs> um, so yeah, hopefully hopefully uh, everybody will get a chance to listen to this before VMworld or on the way to VMworld or VMware Explorer, or VMworld Explorer, or VMware Ver, VMworld Explorer Underground <laughs> Above Ground, 
however you want to explore your world, Brian. Yeah, that was a lot of verbal vomit, but um, yeah, maybe that's a good right. sign we'll that it that. is time then. Yeah. So hope hope to to see a lot of people there. Um, you know, we'd we'd love to hear who amongst you are, are listening and what you'd like us to talk about in the future. We're we're open to topics or just if you enjoy us just blabbering, that's cool too. But um, with that, I think we'll we'll leave you with this episode of the Pirate Radio. We'll talk to you all soon. Thank you.